Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. There will be an annular eclipse, from the Latin for ring, on October the 14th, but only visible in certain parts of North America and the top of South America, and a tiny bit in West Africa before the sun sets. This is where the moon passes in front of the sun, but doesn't cover it completely, leaving a ring around the black disk of the moon. Still pretty spooky, but it won't go dark. If you want to see a full total eclipse, you'll have to wait until the 8th of April next year and travel to the United States for totality. The next total eclipse for us here in South Africa will not be until the 25th of November 2030. What a long time to wait. Sticking with our own sun, it's been found that space weather affects bird migrations. We know that birds and other animals can detect magnetic fields and use these for navigation, especially at night when there are no landmarks to guide them. New research indicates that severe space weather events such as solar flares disrupt birds' navigational skills during long migrations. Because solar events disrupt the magnetic field, as well as produce auroras, birds have more difficulty navigating during them. So space weather is about the behaviour of the sun and major solar flares, coronal mass ejections, solar wind, cosmic rays, all sorts of things come from our nearest star and the rest of outer space that can interfere with satellites. During a solar radiation storm, large bursts of protons and other particles from the sun can increase the amount of radiation near Earth to harmful levels that can have dangerous health effects for astronauts on space stations and, in some cases, even for airline passengers in polar regions. Aboard the International Space Station, the use of hydrogen-rich shielding such as polyethylene in the most frequently occupied locations like the sleeping quarters and the galley has reduced the crew's exposure to space radiation. In case you think this is remote for you here on the surface of planet Earth, well, think again. On the 4th of February last year, 38 Starlink satellites were taken out by a geomagnetic storm, which consisted of a solar flare and coronal mass ejection. Although you may still think this doesn't affect you, other satellites which control GPS, telecommunications, the internet, other timing devices, etc., etc., were affected with huge financial and practical impact. Since our modern world relies on satellites, this can be serious. And our modern world includes, you know, agriculture, medicine, logistics, how you get food to your table. So it, it impacts everybody. Back to the migrating birds. A large study, goodness knows how they did it, found that during space weather events, an increasing number of birds get lost, known quite cutely as migratory bird vagrancy. Also that birds hold back from migrating or don't migrate along their usual routes because their compass is thrown off, so to speak. Well, the next major space weather cycle is due to take place in 2025, when the sun builds towards a peak in its 11-year solar activity cycle. So maybe we can expect more lost birds around then. We are sending more probes into space so we can predict space weather, but it's a tricky business, like predicting weather down here on Earth. And what we can do about it is fairly limited, albeit important. Satellites can be powered down, turned around so sensitive parts are facing away from solar winds and insulated in better ways. A new space weather sensor went to the International Space Station in August this year to help scientists understand how the sun's outbursts alter the Earth's upper atmosphere. 
And even engineering data about how satellites' computer memories get corrupted by space weather can be used to model and monitor harmful radiation. Our sun gives us life, and aren't we glad to see more of it lately after a wet and stormy winter? But there is the rather enigmatic business of space weather to contend with, unseen by the human eye down here on Earth, but nevertheless with high impact, like so many mysteries of space. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. If